God, not as what the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God. There's a difference between the words of men and the word of God. So Paul is saying, accept the word of God for what it really is, the word of God, and not the words of men. The words of men can be broken, meaning they can say things and it's never fulfilled. But what God says will surely come to pass. Jesus said, the words I have spoken to you, they are spirits and they are life. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the words I have spoken to you must come to pass. Amen. That's why our confidence in the world should be on increasing measure. Believe it the way it is written. It's not suggesting. If it says something, that is who you are. Irrespective of how you see yourself, irrespective of the circumstances around you, it's inconsequential. Take it for what it is. Do you know what? When you begin to say it, it does not really mean it the way they say it, they are doubting God's authority. It's an insult to his, his, his majesty. Can you just imagine, this is the common pilot who says what is written is written. He was demonstrating his kingship. I'm the king. What is written cannot be reversed. If a man can insist that what is written remains there, how much more God? If you juxtapose this <clears throat> with the first reading, you see, it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come. God did not give the angels this world of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him? Who are we that God is so conscious of us? Or the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him. He didn't say he's going to. Already it has happened. You have crowned him with what? Glory and honor. What is glory? God's government. What is honor? God has delegated, you know, delegated influence to him. When he says this man is a man of honor, it means when he says something, when he does something, it must, you know, have impact in where he, where he finds himself or herself. So God has delegated government to you and has given you influence. It is not going to come tomorrow. He's given to you already. Your soul has captured it. If you manifest it, that's left for you. If you keep it, that's left for you. First of all, believe the word of God for what it really is. God has honored me. God has bequeathed his glory to me. In John 17, Jesus said, Father, the glory which you have given to me, I have given to them. That is why we can't be a bunch of failures. We must make things happen by virtue of the Spirit. You must be fruitful. You must be progressive. But if you don't sit down and make up your mind about it, count the cost and engage the cost, you will live a fruitless life. 
He will just pass through this earth, wasting years and celebrating multiple birthdays without achieving anything, be to yourself or to God. He has honored you. He has given you glory. Amen. Amen. Understand. And what you feel, those doesn't really matter. The Bible says we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. Now, if you are walking by faith, what have you proposed to achieve this year? We'll just begin the year. What have you, say, you know, sat down to scribe, to write, and say, this year, these are the things I must achieve by the power of God, not by the amount of money I have in my pocket. If you are waiting for the money to come, you will never achieve anything. You must sit down and have a vision. My people perish for lack of vision. It is vision that brings money. It is vision. What do you achieve? But you know what? As for us who are God's people, what powers, what we achieve is not the money that is outside there. It is the progress we make in our soul. That's why we must grow. What does John say? I wish that you prosper in all things even as your soul prospers. If your soul prospers, definitely everything around you will be powered by the spirit in your soul. That's what it's called the spirit-powered life. So this is, set yourself on the mark that I must make progress in my soul this year. And there must be a, a tantamount, a reciprocal, a, you know, advancement also physically. Dream it. Work towards it. Don't allow this year to take you by surprise. By November, say, ah, this year is finished. Just like that. You have no vision. You have no vision. You live like an idle person. You didn't believe in yourself. You didn't believe God. Do you think God is comfortable with men and women who are not productive? Who are not making progress? In those days, I used to tell myself, every year something must happen. Every year something must happen. If I can conceive it, it must surely come to pass. It's a matter of time. The year has begun. Don't be distracted. But child of God, if you can invest in your soul, don't expect to see anything happen physically. Because life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Draw the battle line and say, this year, I must grow spiritual. My faith must work strong. My love for God must be abounding. I must be able to designate time for prayer. I must be in touch with my, God, with my Father in heaven. Bring out things that will improve your spiritual life. Every month you vet yourself. Am I making progress spiritually? If you are not making progress, you increase the fire. Until you begin to see palpable evidence that yes, I know I can feel the hand of God upon my life. Then your visions will be powered. Anything you dream of, anything you have set aside that you achieve, God Himself with His own hand will, will orchestrate it for you. May that be your portion this year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Because God has honored us and has given us his glory. Why did he give us that? Just for us to sit down and be chanting prayers? No. He wants to see us live evidence of his grace in our life. And so I want to pray for all of us that this year will be different. Amen. Spiritually, this year will be different. Amen. I will grow. You will grow. 
by the light of God. As the word of God is coming to you as a light, believe it for what it really is. The Bible says, even in your old age, you shall still be full of sap, still green. Don't say because I'm getting old, then no life is ended. No, life is not ended. Moses made his great achievement at the age of 80. So set your mind out this year and push yourself. Don't take a low you know, step and a low seat and say, ah, I'm just watching. No, 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 no. You are still on this stage. You must achieve a lot this year. Your soul must prosper this year. Amen. And there will be physical, you know, a palpable evidence of the growth in your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because this glory the Lord has given to us, we cannot afford to useless it. We can't allow the devil to confuse us anymore. We can't allow him to distract us. But for that to happen, you've got to discipline yourself. Get focused. I told us, this year, a lot is going to happen. And the Lord is going to give me signs of greater things that are going to come. And so don't be left aside. Stop grumbling. Stop getting talkers of gossip and complaints here and there. Stop talking about, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see. Every time you're just talking. But you're not engaging yourself. Stop anyone who is not adding value to you. Call the person off. It's a, year, it's a year of violence. Anybody who's not adding value to your life, be to your soul and to your physical progress, use knife and do what? Call the person off. Close the door on that person. I say enough is enough. My friendship with you is not adding any value to me. Get away. Yes. If not, they will sap you, drain you, you'll be confused. And you live your life all the time complaining, and then looking depressed, and then looking for who to blame for your failures, and then continue to say, hmm, we are just trusting God, though. That language should not be your testimony again in the name of Jesus Christ. God has honored us. God has given us his glory. He didn't give the earth to the angels. He gave it to you. And so your family will take a new vista. Your career will take a new vista. Your personal life will take a new vista. Not by your power, not by your might, by the spirit of the living God, the spirit of the Eucharist. May this be our testimony this year through Christ our Lord. Amen.